With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast for this Sunday evening. I'm Gav, and with me I have Keith, I have Grizz and his new tracks who topped it. It took 10 minutes to put on. And I have Avi all the way from sunny California. Uh, Sean, he's on a week off this week. He's um, he's moved to Spain. He's had enough. Um, but, of course, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Go there. Pick whatever you like. All the gear is great. 20% off and free shipping when you use LFCDT. Um, as I always say, by supporting them, you support us. So if you are in the market for stuff like that, and you know what it is by this stage, you know, it's stuff where you can just shave all the hair off your body in every single orifice. Um, go and check them out. They also have cologne out now. They have loads of different things going on. But as I said, LFCDT with manscaped.com for 20% off and free But it's shipping. more than that, Gav. It's more it than is. that. Someone was telling me something. Was telling me that they got it right, yeah. and they were massaging their testicles with the the ball deodorant, which uh-huh. is absolute revolutionary stuff, game changer. Yeah, and they found a lump on their on their balls, right? And they never checked themselves. Uh huh. And they found it by by using the manscaped, and went to okay. the doctor, and turned out it was it was it wasn't the the bad one. Yeah, but it was because they got the. The moisturizer stuff, the deodorant, and put it on. So this thing is multifaceted. Get on it. Get the manscaped in. Get this ball deodorant. It's not a spray thing that you put on your balls and sting you. It's a cream that you rub on. Smells fantastic. Can't recommend it highly enough. So there you go. Um, luckily enough, the person you know wasn't in trouble, but they did spot something by, yeah. by using this product. Yeah. Um, Grizz, Grizz has used it. I've used the Keith used the Sean. He just brings it everywhere with him. It's the only thing he put in his hand luggage on his way to Spain, I think. Abby, have you used it? 
He's too young no, to use it. No, but my mum's watching it. My <laughs> mum's tuning in. My mum's tuning in, and we're talking about balls straight away. So uh-huh. it's, it's, it's not the right. Stop, it's an embarrassing stop, moment for sure. But, yeah. Stop yourself in, Mrs. Avi. It gets much yeah. worse than this. Um, <laughs> Avi has a little Errol Flynn moustache and a little. Yeah, what's going on there? He definitely shaves his mouth. Okay, okay. He spent, you know, it's his debut today, lads. He's a bit nervous. He spent a bit. He it's spent a, a lot of money. It's not as yeah, debut yeah, of this show. It's not nervous at oh, all. Come on. It, it, it actually it's is, not, lads. It's, it's actually his debut on the Fat Pack Four. No, it's so, not. You know, I've, I've been on the quizzes on the four. No, 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 yeah, no, on the quiz. This is, yeah, I think we should everyone give him a round of applause. His debut. You're yeah, very welcome, Avi. And unlike that other prick beside you, he turned up on time. Um, so I, look, I didn't know how to wear my tracksuit. I thought, like, well, zip uh, it all the way uh, to the top, leave it open, like, oh, sort of yeah. unzip it. It's a size know, too big. It's a size too big, though, isn't it? But it looks a bit yeah, loose. Let's be safe. Then, sorry, it looks like you rubbed it off someone's line. It's lost a bit of timber. Uh, I'm not going to no, tell he's you. Definitely rubbed it off someone's washing line. Uh, no, it's, it's lost the timber. Okay, good stuff. Um, keep it going, Grizz. Keto. Is it keto? Uh, no, 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 air fryer. Air fryer. <laughs> I don't want to get into it again. I know yeah. we've, 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 we've talked about air fryers over a year ago, yeah. but I, I didn't listen to you. Uh-huh. And it's one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made because it's a game changer. It's unbelievable. People are, look, if there's any sponsors that make air fryers that want to get onto us, yeah. I will promote this thing like I've never promoted anything before. Air fryers, Gavin Doyle, why didn't you tell me before? I did. Okay, you did. Okay, you did. Why didn't you convince me? This is a game changer, people. Air fryers, every household should have an air fryer. Did yep. you make samosas? Did you make samosas in them? No, I made chicken and chips. You can't make cakes in them. You Don't believe that. Cake. You can't. <laughs> Pharrell Williams is not happy. He says, lads, let's talk footy. Come on. Okay, sorry, Pharrell. Um, we Relax. get on with it. Uh, yeah, of yeah. course, um, on Pharrell's note and, you know, his demands, here we go. Liverpool 2, Southampton nil, And the door has just opened a little bit on a chance of Liverpool getting into the top four. We sat here two weeks ago. Um Last week, of course, the United game was called off, but we sat here two weeks ago going, listen, this is over. You know, it'll take an absolute miracle. But the way results have gone, um, Liverpool now sit, I think, six points behind Leicester with that game, hand, game in hand to come at Old Trafford yeah. on Thursday night. And it's an absolute must win. And we'll talk about that later. But the door has opened. West Ham beaten by Everton um, <laughs> earlier on today. Uh, Spurs beaten by Leeds, weren't he, um, yeah, over the weekend? Leeds, yeah, so it's, it's all kind of gone on. Chelsea have taken a big leap with that win away at City and, of course, United won today at Villa, which more or less secures second place for them. But, um, Grizz, I'm going to come to you first because we get into how big a win it was and the, the result of that and what we're looking forward to now over the next four league games. But, of course, we always start with the lineup, Grizz, and, and the first thing that comes out of it, you know, you've done up the agenda tonight and, you know, the first thing you wrote down was um, the team selection. Um, more injuries! Um, exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Like it's just unbelievable, isn't it? When you see that line come out, Reese Williams and and um, Nat Phillips are starting at centre half, and you're going, "This, this is just getting stupid now." If it wasn't stupid already, this is unbelievable. With five yeah, league games to go, yeah, it's it's <laughs> you got to laugh. You know, there's, there's there's no point crying about it now. You just got to laugh every time you you see the lineup and you hear about sort of more injuries. And this is on the <laughs> this is on the back of not playing, lads. This is we picked up another four injuries on the back of or whilst not playing. So 
I don't know. You know, I I, I want to know what they're training with. Are they, are they using steel cladding on 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 the on the training cones? Like, what's going on? Because Klopp was talking. Klopp, Klopp said bumps and bruises in the press conference, and then lo and behold, you've got Naby, Milner, Davis, Kabak. Out. Yeah. You know, it's it's fucking insane. And then Twitter goes mad as it does about sack the sack the doctors, sack the physios. You know, sack the medical team, sack everyone. Um, but yeah, it was, um, I saw the lineup and I thought to myself, yeah, he's, he's decided to sort of go for high energy or, or not high energy, his best midfielders in midfield and try to scout the supply mm-hmm. to the front men of Southampton. Cause, um, you know, Williams and Phillips, I genuinely think I'm trying to rack my brain to see if, if in my lifetime, I've seen a slower back to um, uh, and I, sure I don't think, yeah, Pellegrini must have played with somebody. Pelle, Pellegrini, yeah, he played with Carragher, but Carragher, yeah, definitely. Henshaws and Hippie weren't the quickest either. Yeah, uh, not a patch on these two. I get your point. Yeah, Henshaws and Hippie, it's not a bad shout, but nah, not these two are, are, are next level. Um, and I, I, I was worried. I, I get worried every before every Liverpool game. I don't know, you know, even though. We may come on to touch the record that we've got recently. It doesn't feel like we're unbeaten in six. And I thought to myself, just somehow, just somehow get three points out of this with this lineup. And we and we did. Uh, the other major talking point was Bobby being rested or rotated or whatever. But that wasn't too much of a shock with um, with uh, Jota and Mane and, and Salah starting. Yeah, like, you know, people would say Bobby dropped or whatever it might be, but this is yeah. what you're looking for when you have players available. Yeah. You're looking to rotate, and, and I'm all for it. I don't really care who gets left out um, once once we're rotating and once we're getting performances. Avi, Chris touched on something there. You know, the lineup. you, you know what it is. It's Allison. it's Trent, it's Nat Phillips, Reese Williams, uh, Andy Robertson. You have uh, Wijnaldum, Thiago, Fabinho, and then up front you have got Jota, Mane, and Salah. But he touches on something there, Avi, there, you know, what are we expecting? I'm not even looking at performances now, Avi. You know, when we go through the performances, we go, but I'm just looking for results. I'm not going into game expecting, let's slaughter these, let's let's get at these. Let's. I'm just looking to go in and just score more goals than the other team. And that's all I need at this stage of the season. Are you a bit like that or are you still holding out hope for, for the old Liverpool to show up every now and then between now and the end of the season? No, I don't care for three, four goals anymore. I don't care for, you know, ball retention, getting 80%, you know, keep, keeping 80% of the possession. Just get it over the line, literally. Get it over the line and see where we are um, on the last day of the season. Um, the lineup speaks for itself. I don't think we're going to navigate from the Thiago Fabinho and Genie midfield now going into the last four games unless we get another injury um, at centre-back. And yeah, a few more pick up, um, you know, a few more injuries picked up over the last course of the last sort of week or 10 days. It does make you wonder with Nabi Keita, there, there seems to be a notion because it keeps being fitness concerns. What fitness concerns are there with Nabi Keita? There's no specific injury. Like he's not got yeah. a hamstring. He's got, he's not got no injuries. As That's specific, the problem. That's the problem. He's got no hamstrings. But what, <laughs> no, but what is fitness concerns? I want to know what is fitness concerns. Yeah. And then it, but then that, also brings me back to why did Klopp play him in the first leg of the Champions League? Out of the wilderness, played him the first, you know, gave him a start after how many months? Two, three months? And just 
thrust him in there, took him out after him. He gets slated. And now, obviously, you know, people are saying Naby out, Naby out. But the selection, what it was, Kabak's been struggling for the last sort of month and a half, I would say, two months. You know, that, hence the substitutions in games where he was coming off 10 minutes to go and five minutes to go. He does seem to be, it seems to be a hip linked with his groin. I'm not, can't verified but there are seems to be an issue with um Kabak but yeah Williams and Phillips it was of course I think everyone had a you know tad of nerves because we know Southampton can break especially with the players that they had their teller they had Che Adams um you know Stuart Armstrong Walcott's pace which we know of already so um yeah it was a, a tad nervous going into the last 10 minutes but luckily we saw it over the line and that's what it is Gav right now seeing it over the line it is. It absolutely is. And, you know, going back probably the last two or three months, I was I was hoping Liverpool would just, you know, find the gear and, and, and go on and, and get top four and be comfortable in it and just show show themselves a 70, 75%. But now, like I've spoken over the last couple of weeks, I think mentally and physically, I think there's only so much in this team per game. And for that reason, I'm just looking going, listen, literally the score at the end of the game that's all I'm looking at I don't like you said Abby I don't care about XG how many p- successful passes we've made into I don't care about any stats um, until the end of the game when it tells me Liverpool have scored more goals than, than the opposition and, and if that continues I'm alright with it I, I look, overlook what's going on in in between all that from minute 1 to minute 90 to be honest um, Keith you know we're going into this game and Results are going our way. Is there massive pressure on this side? Because, like, there is pressure because it looks like we're failing for top four. And then you see a couple <coughs> of results like Leicester at Newcastle, at home to Newcastle and stuff. And it just ramps it up. Do you think the players would have felt pressure or do you think they would have went, oh, hold on? You know, a bit of a spring in our step because we didn't expect that um, from Leicester, but it's happened. So let's, let's go and try, let's go and try. You know, take a big advantage from it. What way do you see? Do you think this, or do you think they see this? Because part of me gets the impression it's a bit of nervousness in this side. I think, it, and I think it showed throughout the performance. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I think the mentality monsters would have been looking at. They wouldn't have been in this position in the first place, but they would look at it and say, right this is something we can we can jump on but at the moment you know we can plan and we can plan and we can you know think oh these teams are slipping up but then we're going into a game with, with Reese Williams and that Phillips are centre back so I don't think we can be you know overly confident ourselves yeah. and it is just about getting over the line as you said Gav it's getting the results is all that matters at this stage because we've been saying this a long time oh, they, they've made the balls of it they're out of it on our way results have gone our way we're still there and thereabouts. This league is pony. This league is absolute muck. The standard in it is terrible. I don't care what Chris thinks. I don't care. Those <laughs> lads, we know that go on about this all this, this league. This is, is coming up tomorrow night, by the way. Poison. It's poison, right? And the fact that we are still in with a chance of this, and we are no great shakes, right? We have been terrible this year. We're still in with a chance of getting top four in this league. And, you know, it's it, every week, every week. The problem now is we're running out of games. We have to just get wins now. For the rest of the season, we have to beat Manchester United. Or maybe we don't have to beat them, but then we have to win all the other games to have a chance. Because everyone I think else... We do, I think we I think we have to win the last four. 
Yeah. I don't know. Great. I think I think a draw and three wins will get us in there. I think Leicester are going to fall off a cliff. I think Leicester are going to bleed. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, but you have to watch. You think, have to watch West Ham around you. You have to watch Everton around you. Spurs around you. They're all still in it. You know. Yeah, but it's, West Ham will lose games like they lose today. Spurs will lose games like they lost yesterday. I mean, we losing games as well. That are dropping points. Don't get me wrong. But none of that's what my point is. None of these other teams. Are getting Chelsea have got in there and have looked like they've sort of pulled away from the pack, which is fair enough. They've done that, but there's still one place up for grabs. Spurs, Everton, uh, ourselves, West Ham. None of us are looking Leicester. None of us are looking like you know nailing on to get it, and that's why I think we still have a chance because if we can grind out these little wins, whether they're scuttery wins or whether they're convincing wins, once we grind out these wins and get the points on the board. That puts pressure on the others. Do you know what I mean? Because they'll still be thinking, Liverpool are garbage. But, well, sorry, this Liverpool are garbage. And they're getting these wins. And it's putting pressure on them. Spurs are a good team. They have an inexperienced manager. I think it's shown. I think Ryan Mason, fair play to him. It's great. His, his story, he had to retire early. I look at his team selections and I'm thinking, hmm, bit of naivety from Ryan Mason when it comes to Spurs. So I don't fancy them. West Ham, have been they're a flip flop team. They'll they'll do well and then they'll lose one that they should win. They've an easy running. We've said that for a long time and they're still dropping points here and there. Don't fancy them. Uh, Leicester, phew, Jesus. I mean, hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. We, we, haven't, we haven't won more than three games in, in a row in the league. Oh yeah, we're terrible. Oh, that's what I mean. We're in this. We're smack bang in the middle of this, Avi. But we're, we're, you know, we have to get it into our own heads that we can get these wins, and that heaps pressure on the others. Do you know what I mean? They, it, we're going. We're saying now, oh, the results went their way this weekend. Well, the sports fans are going to be saying, "Fucking Liverpool!" After getting, you know, it's going Liverpool's way. The the West Ham fans will probably be saying, "Oh, Liverpool again." You know, we're the one that got the points this weekend. So we have to pile that pressure on the others. My point is really that no one else is pulling away with it. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no, it, it's not like we're in fifth or sixth and we cannot get there. We should be our side. Like we shouldn't be in touching distance in this fourth place, but we are now in touching distance. And Leicester's fixtures gives us that little sniff. We have to hope that they draw points. You don't have to lose them all. Draws, draws are a killer at this stage as well. You know what I mean? Like, so... We they play Man U on Tuesday, is it? Yep. They we all expect um you know to put out a reserve team in that one. Yep. Um but Leicester actually at the moment. So but we're saying you're know. saying United might put like the reserve on, but they're still in with a title shout. No, they are nah, no, I, no, I, I, no, yeah, I know Grizz, but Grizz, but there's no way they're gonna play a second string, they won't. Yes, United, they will. They will, okay, well, we'll find out on Tuesday. I don't well, think, I think, I, I think, I think they'll rest three or four key players. Yeah, I, I think they'll rest three, four or five because I think I think what happens then is they play Liverpool on the tours. And I think they the weekend yeah. off until the following Tuesday. So, if I remember rightly, because 
that would mean they could they could rest against Leicester, they could go all out against us, they'd have four or five days off for the next one. I could be wrong on that. Five but days I'm really off, sure. they play Fulham on the 18th. <laughs> yeah. So after us, the, the 18th, so five this, days break. So today's yeah. lineup, today's lineup is the lineup that will start against United. If Maguire is fit, we don't know. Obviously, it looks like he's out. Against what? Leicester, Maguire was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, but what? Player. It'll be the lineup that plays us, do you think? Today's yeah, my today's lineup. Yeah, because this is the strongest lineup that started today. Against Leicester, you will see minimum, minimum of five changes, in my opinion. Minimum. I agree. Guaranteed. Yeah. Um, well, uh, and I'm going to try but to say the as best I can, right? Um, suck beer, second. Absolutely brilliant. Well brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Good luck. Brilliant. He says, our performances seem to drop off in second halves these days, either through nervousness or tiredness. So we need at least two goals in fourth half against Manchester United. It's a good point, And I want to get to it in one second. I'm going to come to Avi with that in one second. But Chris, I just want to go back to you um, with regards, because you did have on the agenda Naby Keita nowhere to be seen. You, we're going we're gonna to have a big chat around Naby Keita tomorrow night on the forum. I can tell you that. And there's, there's other good topics as well, which I'll tell you about later. But, like, like Avi says, you know, um, kind of undisclosed injuries and stuff like that. Just quickly, Grizz, is his Liverpool career over, Grizz? In my opinion, as far as I'm concerned. Because I'm going to, um, sorry, I forgot to say, because the word coming out is that Oxley Chamberlain will remain at Liverpool next season. And I always yeah. thought it'd be, I always thought it'd be Ox to go and maybe Keita to stay because of the money paid for him. But it could be the other way around, could it? Yeah, I think, I think anything out of Klopp's mouth is not to be believed or trusted in terms of who's going and who's staying. Um, I think it's. I think there's lots of stuff in the media they're talking about in terms of protecting players' values, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We're looking to flog six, seven, Gav, hundred percent. And those two, whoever gets the best deal out of them, in my opinion, will be flogged. I'd, I'd, just... look, I'd struggle to. I'd struggle to see both of them sold in the same summer. But Especially I'd, with I'd I'd bet my I'd bet my new Liverpool top that one of them hundred percent goes. I'd mm. bet my every Liverpool top that I bought this summer, and I bought about seven, and I shall be donning them in the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, Naby Gav, oh man, I'm a massive fan. I I I, I was a massive fan. I was so excited when 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 sort of we were linked with him, and then we had to wait the year, and then we and then we secured the deal so no one else comes in because that's how much Klopp wanted him. I just kind of feel sorry for him as well, to be honest with you. Obviously he doesn't mean to be injured. It's not his fault. It's not his, you know, um, you know, he doesn't, this is not a sort of attitude problem or anything like that. It's just one of those signings that doesn't come off. And it happens. It happens to every club. It happens. Every club has a as a star signing. Veron. Do you remember Veron at United? You know yeah. how many at Chelsea did work I think, out? Will you say Veron? I, I think Di Maria at United is probably the one that yeah. stands yeah. out for them. More recent, yeah. yeah, more recent, yeah. And how many at Chelsea? How many at Arsenal? So many. So look, I think it's one of those that we 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 don't dwell on too much because it will just frustrate and anger us at the price tag, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I just think we 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 cut our losses, and that's the problem. We gotta, we gotta cut our losses, and that's gonna hurt because I can't see them going for half that that fee that we bought him for. Mm. Just is the problem. Just, just, just a tad one, just a quick one. Andreas Lundberger, who came from Germany, um, he's one of the doctors that was appointed physiotherapist, whatever you want to call him. He was specifically told to work on Nabi. Specifically work on Nabi. That's all he was being told to to get him in shape, to get this sort of his traps ready because he had issues with his leg and whatnot. 
he's worked with them and there still seems to be fitness issues. So well, it's either yeah. sack either sack him or sack Cater. So sack you both. Know, yeah, well, well, you know, it's harsher than you is it a question for the medical team? I know we sort of touched on it that, you know, we're picking up so many injuries now. Um, it's like Arsenal a few years ago when Wenger was there and Thomas Rizicki would get a, a two-week injury and he'd be gone for eight to, eight to ten months. You know, is it that or is it... So I've all put a comment in there about the move to Kirby and, you know, new equipment and things like that. But I know something Garbrain has been saying for a long time is the surface at... Kirby could be causing problems for for picking up so many knocks. Like, is it something down to that? Is it a thing that they're bedding into a new training facility and it's just picking up so many? Because they're coming out of bleeding nowhere. You know, I know. We're getting the impact ones, but we're getting these little cheaty muscle ones. Or is it just giving too much credit? Like, Kate is an injury plague player now. Matip is an injury plague player. You know, Shakiri is injury plagued. And Mox. it just it doesn't matter where they were. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter where they're training. I, I think personally, like, I think this. Th- What's happened this season has affected us all and off the pitch. And what I mean by on the pitch is obviously games, off the pitch is training. I just I just think, and I've said it for ages, you know, and people said it was excuses, but it's not. It's What's happened for me is that, yeah, we've had the big impact injuries, you know, you've had Gomez, Van Dijk, you've had Thiago, whatever it might be, Jota, whatever. But I think what's happening is the players that are left and, and the makeup of those players it's very fragile in, in certain parts, likes of Kate, the likes of Ox, the likes of Matt, wherever it might be. And, and you know, with, with, and with, the, and then you have certain players that are just being asked to play loads and loads of football and train and they might be given reduced training schedules. But like, you know yourself, if you're, if you're fatigued and it's just constant, 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 the smallest thing can set you off, Keith. The smallest thing you can get a twinge, the small, you know, and they could be, as well as that, they could be just, there's parts of you where if you're winning games, you know yourself, you're winning games, you, you don't feel injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe they're looking at it and they're saying, you know what, he has a nickel. We can't afford this fella to be out for. We'd rather take a two-week hit or a three-week hit, hit than an eight-week hit. Now, I understand there's only probably four weeks left in the season or whatever. Um, You know, four games left. It's, it finishes up on the 23rd of May, doesn't it? Um, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's, it's yeah. like th- th- these niggles just start coming in when players are fatigued and there's not as much rotation and stuff. And you always hear it. You know, rotation is is based upon the fact that you can keep players fresh. It reduces injuries. It, you know, it keeps them stronger and stuff like that. I think it's just a knock-on effect of the season as it's gone. But you could have a point in new new surfaces, wherever it might be. Um, you never know. But for me, there's just... There's just so many of them. Like, look, there has don't to play be, a look, game and there's four injuries. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, look, the, look, the conspiracy started... Um, as soon as sort of the new doctor was in, um, Chris Morgan, physio, and then the new medical team, because they did cut back. They did cut back. FSG did make the decision to cut back on, on the medical team. But Grizz, was- Grizz, hold on, hold on, hold on. Richie Partridge got a world-renowned offer to go to with the Qatar national team. We weren't going to pay that kind of money. It's absolute stupid money. Yak- Dr. Jakobsen, Phil Jakobsen, I think it was, went back to Germany uh, on medical, on family reasons. So, yeah, I do get that. The adequate replacements were probably not good enough, maybe because people say Chris Morgan's record at Arsenal was a bit horrendous. But we, we've got to remember these guys do move on; they are allowed I'm, to move on. I didn't, I didn't know? mention, I didn't mention these guys. My, no, my I'm, point, I'm, my I'm point. just saying, you say cut back, but let's cut a bit of slack here. These guys had great offers to go back to Germany, to go back to. It's not about to, it's absolutely, but when you're at elite level, elite club. With our strategy towards transfers and, and in terms of how we recruit the top, the finest, maybe some of that 
analysis analysis should be done on recruiting the right medical team and the right specialist in place as well. So you're saying that these two have got brilliant offers and we can't match them. Absolutely, that's life. That's in any field. When you get a brilliant offer, you can't you can't always sort of you know, go back to your employees and they will match you with the best. But then what your job is to do is to find the best able replacement. Now, if Mr. Morgan has got that track record and yes, he didn't have a greatest record, as Keith says, at Arsenal with players picking up muscle injuries. And similarly, when he was here in our first stint, then maybe that is. But I was talking about more of the backup staff, medical staff. You've named mm. the two the two big boys, the two big hitters. There's been at least six, seven uh, medical team uh, that has been sort of, you know, have lost their jobs. And that also helps. Uh, that also doesn't help. So look, it's... It, it, it started off as sort of a conspiracy theme, uh, theory, but I think it's something that you have to analyse over the summer. Uh, not you, FSG or Liverpool as a club have to analyse every aspect, including what Keith brought up. That's a very valid point. If Gar made that, uh, Gar being a football man, you know he makes yeah. he makes he makes brilliant points, and that's a brilliant point because surface does matter. Uh, you know, something that you're training on every single day, compared to sort of you know where you was training. Yeah, absolutely. At this highest level, every little thing has to be analysed and scrutinised. Yeah, it's it's one to watch, and I suppose they might be moving on the on the medical side um, during the summer if they if they want to kind of revamp what they're doing or or bring in extra people because of what's happened this season. And we might be way off. We may we yeah. may be way off with, with surfaces and and fatigue and stuff like that. I'm only looking exactly. at it as a as a normal football fan going. They're just playing loads of fucking football. You know what I mean? And they're picking up injuries. It, in, in my head, it makes sense, but in, you know, to a person that's actually studied in this and is qualified, I could be talking to my arse, and the chances are I might be. But you know, they, but having said that, the facts are that these are still happening, and they, and as a club the size of Liverpool that wants to succeed and progress, they would act, absolutely have to look at it in the summer. And go, this is happening. Why is this happening? Let's look at it and let's let's fix it. So you never know. There could be movement in that during the summer. Um, let's get into the game a little bit because. Um, Grizz, I'll come to you. You you put in that it, it wasn't a great game, a lot of nervousness. Um, and we've we've touched on the fact that results were going their way. Um, as the weekend progressed, and maybe there was a bit of nervousness there. Instead of you know fully pumped Liverpool to just go out and go bang 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 deadly. You know we've got a break here, and we 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 go at Southampton's throat, which they have done to loads of teams over the last couple of years when they've got the slightest chink of light in a in a whether it be a title chase or or fending people off or whatever it might be. But what did you think? Overall, Grizz, you just, the game for you, nervousness, a bit disjointed. Would would that be the right word? Yeah, it has to be. It had to be because, again, we've discussed one of the reasons why our game hasn't been flowing and exciting and as uh, we haven't been in rhythm is because of the constant changes. And then, so when you're changing the centre-back pairing again, um, automatically the, the midfielders... Aware, uh, are more very wary about sort of letting through balls come at their uh, at their centre backs, so they ch- adjust their game slightly. The forwards are given different, slightly different tasks, maybe because the fullbacks aren't as an adventurous. Because again, because of the centre backs, so it's systematic, isn't it? It's everything. It, it doesn't. The start against Newcastle and the start against Southampton, I thought was uh, you know was was a world of worlds apart. I thought against Newcastle, we, we absolutely went for the throats from, from the kickoff, um, creating chance after chance after chance. I think we had about five, six chances in the first half hour. 
But then this game was just nervousness, trying to get a firm footing in the game because you've got to remember Southampton are very high energetic pressing team with Ward Prowse and Armstrong in central midfield. Um, you know, they were very, very energetic to start off with, but we, we, we were more controlled. We were more controlled, unlike the Newcastle game where it was gung-ho, where we had five chances, they had one or two breaks. You know, this one was more controlled and we tried to grow into the game. Um, you know, but it was, there was definitely, a, a, for me anyway, I'm sure, I don't know how the majority of the Liverpool fan base was, but for me, there was definite nervousness, a visual nervousness um, as well amongst the players, you know, um, safety first options in our passing, you know, including Thiago, who's normally very brave with his passing. But I thought, Ginny, we know he's, he's, you know, he's, he's fairly, fairly conservative, pragmatic, call it what you want with his passing anyway. Um, but yeah, the slight spark, I thought, the slight bright spot was Sadio Mane. And I'm not talking about his boots. I thought just overall in his play, I thought he started off much, much better. I thought he did as well. Um, Motti, uh, your Norwegian friend, says if they ate chicken samosa, they would be more durable. I don't know how true that is. Um, I, I, I don't even know what a chicken samosa is, Grizz. So um, could that be true? Um, definitely not true, Gav. And um, chicken samosa is like a pa- pasty. For you, mm. yeah, with okay. chicken in it, Gav. Mm. Sorry, sounds sorry. Um, we won't go into that. Um, yeah. don't want your players eating loading up on chicken samosas, but you know, I don't, I, can, <laughs> I can't I see can, it doing them much good. I can speak yeah. from experience, no, yeah, no, okay, <laughs> no worries. Um, but uh, Keith, I come to you, like Grizz mentioned, Sadio Mane, and he gets he gets the opener 31 yeah. minutes, I think it was. Um, and I think I've read somewhere yesterday, I don't know if this is true, this is the first time Salah has, or Manny assisted have assisted Manny. each other. Or this season, yeah. Salah's assisted Manny this season, which was... A- Salah's assisted Manny this season, first first time. Okay, yeah, so... It's it, a bit, it, it, it's a strange stat, because in fairness, right, to Salah, he's put a load on a play for Manny this season, you know that I mean? Manny has missed... Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's yeah. not like, you know, it, it's a mad stat when you hear it, but when, when you put it into a bit of... Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash ad hub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way context it's not like he hasn't been passing it to him he has and Mane's yeah. been making a, a balls of it I said last night on the show we done that you know Mane scores the goal I thought his performance was okay I thought it was you know it's it's an improvement but when you get the goal you forgive the performance do you know what I mean like so a lot of the stuff he was doing he's been doing but he caps her off for a goal, a good goal, a brave goal. Do you know what I mean? Getting in at the back post like that was it. It was a nice goal, and I thought that gave him the little, you know, little bit of spark and the little, little push to maybe pick his game up five percent. Do you know what I mean? Look, I thought he was good. I thought, yeah, I agree. The the forwards weren't at it at all. I thought Jota looked poor. I thought he was, in fact, I thought he was brutal. Um, I thought Salah was poor and Mane was was you know okay come see come say he was he was he was he was okay he wasn't 
wasn't bad, but wasn't wasn't overly good either. So, yeah, mixed day. But when you get goals, that's all that people care about, and that's that's why you can sign it off as a good performance by Sadio. For Al Williams, um, reckons that Jota makes a massive difference to us. Avi, just on on the front three, and we'll get back to centre backs and and full backs and midfielders in a minute. But what did you make of the front three? I thought Jota that little mazy run that he had, yeah, it was lovely. and that typical shot that that was accustomed to in at Wolves. He's been showing that Wolves form that inconsistency where he snaps at the easiest chance. Whereas earlier on in the season, he was his goal ratio, like shots to goal, it was yeah. amazing. Like you know, everything was going in for him, everything was coming off. I thought Salah's tracking back yesterday was pretty good. He got applauded a few yeah. times from Klopp. He actually tracked back yesterday and kept close to his marker. Mane Grizz said that he played well initially. I, I I just don't see it. I just don't really see it. He scored a goal which my grandma would have scored. Um, God bless her. So no, God, God bless her. She's upstairs, but um, okay. she would have scored that. He's he's. He's still not. He's I'm still not the man. He's still. Oh, she. She was. Chris, she was. Um, Mane's not the Mane that we've been accustomed to. And all this talk that you know he he played well yesterday. Now it don't wash with me. I'm with Keith on this. If we get a very good offer for him, um, fifty million euros, get rid. Get euros, rid. Pounds. And that's not a um, euros. Pounds. Yeah. Ivy, pounds. <laughs> pounds. Wow. Euros. Um, euros. No problem. I think. Let I think he's 20, let, let, 20, let, 29 this season. No, I'll, I'll get bad for it. I'm, I'm ready for it. But he's 29 this season. One one of the three needs to go. They do need to go. It's all about evolution. We need to move on. But Jaa, he doesn't really need to find his shooting boots. Salah, I thought, was okay. I, I just thought his energy and his tracking back was really defensively. Defensively, yeah. he done, he done a good job. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm, it's an interesting one. And, and uh, you know, like we, we, we constantly come back around to this um, and... On most shows we do all about the front three, what do you do with it and and you know, the midfield, who would you let go and stuff like that. But it's gonna be interesting because I'm definitely going to do a show where I'm going to get people on and ask them exactly what they would do with players um and nail them to to a, um to an opinion on it because I get where Avi's coming from where you have to move on and you have to, you know, evolve and stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe it's a bit romantic a bit of a romantic in me that I kinda of look and go He's had four bad months, Manny. He's been unbelievable for four years. Do you, do you cut your toys? It's it's interesting, and I'm sure as the summer goes on, um, it'll be it'll be one we'll bring up. It, I, I I agree, but but I agree, Gav, with the, because we've discussed it to death, haven't we? That we must move on, and we we as a club, we as fan base, and now it's proving with Klopp as well. We are a sentimental bunch. We love our fat players, and especially these bunch of players that are absolute heroes. I know we all agree that they are heroes, right? These bunch of players that brought the title home after 30 years, they're legends. And it's very difficult to sort of see them away from your club. And I'm talking the first team members, players like Mane that we've just mentioned. But, but to say that with such conviction, as Avi said, on the back of a couple of games where he's starting to look better, I think it's just a ridiculous shout, personally. 50 all million season. euros. All season. He's, 50, he's been poor all season. 50, 50 million euros gets yeah. you... Like 50 a, million euros is a scandalous... Yeah, yeah it's a scandalous... Oh. It's a scandalous shout. And then you... And then and not... And he's to 29. Not mention, he's also 29, Grizz. And he's to not mention... He's going under 30. And to he not mention Bobby Firmino. And to not mention Bobby Firmino before Sadio <laughs> Mane. I think it's just scandalous, in my opinion. But listen, everyone's allowed a wrong opinion. Yeah. Well, we will, we will do a show on it. 
everyone's allowed the wrong opinion. Uh, we will do a <laughs> show on it at, at some stage, but I will. T- I will tell you right now. Um, I'd keep all three of them, and I would. Ooh. I would add one more in with Jota. One, one top top end attacker in with Jota, and I think uh, that's what I do because I think. I think the rotation thing, if you get it right, I think them players have loads left in them. And I know people will say, but he's 29, like Avi has said and said, and what Avi's clearly thinking of, of his, his age and his, his value, right? He's definitely thinking about his value. Right? Guys, we run as a business. We've got to remember the business. Yeah. Aspect I understand that. We run as a business. We, I, I get that. I get that. Season, but we should have sold Wijnaldum last summer. Sentiment aside after him doing well. We should have sold him instead of letting his contract run down. We've done the same with Emre Chan. Agree. We we can't afford we in the summer of twenty twenty three we've got Bobby, Mo, Sadio, Fabinho, Hendo, Virgil, all our contract. Yeah, we have to give contracts. These are all 28, 29, 30 years old. I get that, but but what I'm what I'm trying to say is like uh, uh, Yogi says to me there, please stay off the can. You can't keep all three, uh, but you can't get rid of all three. You can't do that in one summer. And like I know, Avi saying you're running as a business, but like they've well paid you back. They've well paid you back. Do you know what I mean? I think it's I think it's a bigger risk to move on two of them and bring two in, unless you're paying astronomical money. Where and that doesn't guarantee any anything anyway. Well, it's an interesting one. We 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 will get on to it, um, and I'm sure um, as our transfer agenda shows. Uh, take the leap from early June um, I'm sure loads of this stuff will come up uh, so look 1-0 to Liverpool um, we're okay I think we're okay at half time I'm nervous I'm going to be honest with you because you know we've thrown in so many late goals Newcastle and, and, and others so I'm I'm nervous but uh, Keith going into the second half I thought we were poor second half Keith and I, I, I again I'm looking at it and I'm thinking especially when we hit 65 I'm thinking the legs for me start to go the indecision starts to come in we start dropping a little bit and I'm expecting it now Keith I'm actually expecting it on 65 minutes yeah it's becoming too much of a pattern isn't it but I mean as fans again it's muscle memory for us isn't it It's we're going back a few years now where you expect to concede goals, you know, the, the Simon Mignolet years, the, the Skirtle giving away a free kick or Lucas giving away a free kick and a, a 90th minute corner or free coming in and, and we're conceding. We're getting back to that stage. And this game was following that pattern. You know, they, Southampton had that young Flatella and he was jumping and diving around all over the place, get free kicks. Look, fair play to it. That's, you know, he's a good little player. He's a, he's a bit of a scourge, but he was diving all over the place looking to get free kicks because they know they've one of the best set-piece deliverers in the game, in James Ward-Prowse. So it was a huge, huge sort of worry for us that we're, we're throwing away dangerous sort of positions and, and and dead balls to a team. They have like Yannick Vestergaard must be six foot five, six foot six. Do you know what I mean? We're there with we know Reese Williams is tall, but he's you know, he, he's not the most physical, the most commanding centre back. So you don't want to invite that pressure on. And and it does look like after the hour. Do you know what I mean? Like it, and you're right, have 60, 65 minutes every game, we do look like we're we're jaded. And it's not like we're coming into the second half and we're sort of overdrive running the balls off ourselves we're not do you know what I mean we're going into these second halves we're just playing playing and then it seems to fall away I don't know how to explain I don't know if it's a confidence thing when you're winning you'll put in that extra little bit you know what I mean like Andy Robertson will will do another blade and shuttle up and down that line 
when you're losing, it's like your, your legs feel like fucking 20 stone in each one of them. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if they're just psychologically absolutely drained and they start falling into these little traps themselves as a team. You know, like Fabinho's probably worrying that the two lads are inexperienced behind them. So he's starting to drop back. When he's dropping back, Thiago's coming back a little. You know, it's five yards or whatever, and it just invites that pressure. Do you know what I mean? Everyone sort of moving back is inviting that pressure on. And I just think we're, we're just, um, to say, we're a wounded beast at the moment, in my opinion. And... I just think get this season over when try and get the boys working on their mentality and, and getting back. Cause I think it's the biggest, we've gone from mentality monsters to mentality mouses, as Grizz says. And, uh, you know, it's one of the biggest things we need to change because it was one of the biggest changes that Klopp done when he came in. And I think he has to do it again. So whether that's with this group of players, which, you know, some of the talk is that he's going to get the band back together and go again with these, with these lads. If he does that, you know, it's, it's, Gonna have to get them back up to 100% and switched on and I'm willing to run through brick walls because we're not pressing anymore. We're not running out of steam after 65 minutes because we're pressing constantly for the 65. We're not pressing at all. I think our pressing has gone through the blade and gone into the gutter. We don't see it at all now. So every, I don't every know team has to be, But to be honest with you, Keith, every team's pressing is, is yeah, gone down. Majorly, what, 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 <laughs> what, the criticism from me is we haven't found a way to play past that. So, yeah, that's fair enough. Pressing has gone down because of the, the nature of the league, the nature of the, the effect the injuries have had, et cetera, et cetera. But you see other teams, including, and I hate to say their names, the Manchester clubs, for example, have found a different way of playing. Whether we like the way Manchester United approach games or play games, they found a different way of playing. You know, it's not always, and we haven't, we've struggled to play without the pressing yeah. The counter pressing. So we use of, how many times is El COVID football, and we're not one of them. See, that's yeah. it. And yeah. how many times? So many, so many times. Klopp alluded to having Gagan pressing as his best form of attack. Now that says it all. So if the yeah. Gagan pressing isn't there, then that means your attack is is being blunted. Surely not. Surely we've got to have more to our game than just Gagan pressing as a form of attack. And I think that's where. Again, that's where the injuries really hurt us because that's where Tiago and Jota were brought in to give us a different dimension, to give us a different scope. And unfortunately, we didn't see that. And and the gegenpressing, you're right, isn't there um, because, you know, it's, it's accumulating factors and it's one of those, fuck the season off, man, and let's start again. Reset. Yeah, I think it is. and But it'll be in, it has to be a reset in the right way. You can't just say, uh, like, it, I think it'd be naive to think you just reset and go with what you have because that doesn't work. Um, you know, I've, I've said it for a while. <clears throat> you can't reset with, you know, a perceived brilliant first 11 and then when it breaks down because of injuries, yeah. the people behind them either aren't available or aren't good enough. You can't reset like that. So it's, like I said, and we've been saying for ages, it's going to be a very, very interesting summer on what we do and how we do it, i.e., what what FSG do or what FSG decide to do? Um, Jordy T asked, "What do you think of Matthias Pereira?" This is um, West Brom's Matthias Pereira. A few people have linked him. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be um, very 
uh, sought after in the summer because West Brom will be relegated or have to be confirmed as relegated. I'm not too sure, but they will be relegated. Um, Mr. Nerd, I'm just going to throw that one in there because the names come up a couple of bits, a uh, couple of times. Sorry, uh, Basuma. Anyone that name is going around? I seen one report saying he's asked to leave Brighton this summer, and um, with Liverpool, United. Chelsea, I think, were the three, um, that were, they were sniffing, apparently. But, um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but thanks for the super chat, uh, Jordi. Um, Avi, Thiago gets his first goal for Liverpool late on and it settles all those nerves. I think it was just great. A, to see him score, but B, to see him being in that position that late in the game. And, you know, a really good finish because I think Thiago's one that suffered where it's got to 65, 70 being substituted quite a bit. Even though he looks like he's playing well, you get usually get, he's, he's been taken off quite a bit and it's to the, to the angst, I suppose, of, of some Liverpool fans over the last couple of months. But, um, he's up there. Liverpool win it. He cuts across the defender and it's a good, good finish and it settled a lot of nerves, have you? Yeah, it was a superb take and he had a great shot in the first half, a volley, which yeah, went, yeah. hit one of the defenders, but that was going on target as well. I thought he was superb. For me, I put it on my Twitter as well. He's still running a tad too much for this Liverpool team to get the best mm. out of Thiago. He's still sort of chasing after the shadows and his pressing it ain't there, right? And he, he wasn't there to, he, had, he wasn't brought into this Liverpool team to press, you know, as such. He was, he was there to be a dictator around that centre circle and set off play from there. So, he has changed his role. You know, I think Klopp's had to make him change his role. And yeah, you know, he flourished. He's, he's been playing well of late. You know, he deserves a bit of credit. He has been playing really well. That take yesterday was good. I thought it was brilliant that Firmino, his third assist, I believe, um, coming off the bench. I think he looks much more livelier and a little bit more fresher when he comes off the bench. So, no, that was a good little link-up play. Took the goal and the celebration. And yeah, you could just see that, you know, sort of like a little weight off his shoulders that he's got that duck. Would have been great if it was in front of a... Pack Anfield uh, cop end, but you know, unfortunately, it won't. But I'm sure we'll see him score uh, a goal or two next season, too. Uh, Shane Down says Rodrigo de Paul over Basuma. We don't need a like for like G to replace what we need to evolve. Shane, um, trust me, we're going to go through all the players and, and all the reasons for signing or not signing them. Um, I think me and Grizz were speaking about this, and we from early June we're going to do transfer agenda shows twice a week um, possibly three times if loads of stuff is happening but they're going to be uh, the last transfer agenda shows we've done was what links is there what have we heard we're going to mix it up a little bit where we're going to have all that but we're also going to throw players in the mix for you know tactical reasons or would you go for him over him not just the links that you see in the newspapers but players that we've we've heard or people in this chat have heard and, and put them Put them in there and have a chat about them because it's the best time to do it. The transfer window is open. Why do another show just on player A, B and C? Let's throw them all into the mix of the transfer agenda show. So we'll have links. We'll have possible transfers. But we'll also have players thrown in there and the pros and cons for, for signing or not signing them. Um, so loads happening in the summer. Um, Grizz, Alison Becker, you know, comes in for a bit of criticism over the last little while over his performances. I think he's steadily got better in the last couple of weeks. He has one mistake yesterday for me where he gives it to Che Adams and, and recovers well. Che Adams kind of snatches at it. But overall, Grizz, I thought he was absolutely excellent yesterday. He's he's the reason why we got three points. The major reason for me. Um, at 1-0, he makes two, I think, two or three major saves yeah. Even in the first half, I remember he makes a couple of... <sighs> Again, 
it's a repetitive point, but it's such a it's, it's such a crucial point that when you're a goalkeeper um, and you're used to playing behind the best centre back pairing or the best back four in Europe that he has been playing for the last year and a half pre, pre, before this before this year. It's very different, and you've got a set way of playing because when you're playing against that, it's clockwork. Every decision is clockwork. It's second nature. You know which defender drops. You know which defender is going to leave it. You know which defender is going to chase it, uh, chase the player. You know, you know, you know who's flat-footed. You know these things because you're playing with them. You're training them day in day out. But when the when the when the personnel in front of you changes again and again and again, and it and I think, I think he managed the game brilliantly. I mean, you know, we've touched upon the two most flat-footed centre-backs that are ever, ever likely to put on a red shirt. Bless them. I'm not I'm not having a go at them. I'm just stating some facts. And they may be harsh, but get over it. You know, we'll get over it as well. Um, I thought Alisson was magnificent, Gav. Not only the saves that he made, but the reading of the game. Uh, his reading of the game was immaculate, barring that one... Um, back pass that you've done. I mean, we're... Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Lucky Danny Ings isn't playing. Danny Ings finishes that. So we've got a bit of a squeeze there. But overall, his decision-making, his command of the area, you know, playing in front of, uh, behind, sorry, young Williams, you know, who got caught a fair few times. Um, I thought I thought it was back to his imperious best. And when Allison's like that, he's just a... He's just a nightmare for attackers because he's so imposing. He's just... You know, even when the guy... When he got the ball back from Allison with a back pass, he shot himself, really, guys. He looked up and he didn't know what the fuck to do. He didn't know whether to chip it, blast it, curl it, take it on. He just panicked because, you know, all right, Allison fucked up with his feet. But then he just covered the goal and, he's, you know, he's got a massive presence. Um, but, yeah, another player, though, Gav, another one of those that needs to just get away from football this summer. But he doesn't, does he? He's got, has he got anything with Brazil, Keith? This summer? Um, I'm not sure if there's... No. I don't know what's happening. America, with, uh, no. he's, he's I'm not sure what... One, yeah, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. International yeah, football, to be honest. Go, if, go with his family and have, have, have six to eight weeks off. I don't know about eight, but yeah, six, four to six weeks off and just totally, totally relax because, um, you know, it's been a turbulent, turbulent emotional year for him as well on a personal level. Shane Down says the Copa America is on. So oh awesome. won't be getting God. any break. Um, Red Steve says um, big save forty seconds before forty six seconds before the goal or two minutes as Jamie Red as the Redknapp kept saying. Um, but look, I th- the one where he rushes out on I think it's Che Adams' first half. Um, like he's so decisive, he's just bang, he's in and he's he's on it. Um, let me see top four. Um, Keith, I'm going to come to you first. What do you make of it now? Now you've spoken a little bit about it earlier, but I'm going to, I'm going to get this in not in writing, but I, I'm, I'm you're dedicating your prediction right now. Yeah, I think we'll make it. <clears throat> um, 
I think we make it not because we're super duper Liverpool and I'm a top red or anything like that. I am, but not because of that. Because I just think teams are poor in the league. I said it earlier, I think Leicester are absolute woeful and I think they will be the ones that just die a death. And I think the other teams around us are dropping points as well. The, the Spores, the, the West Ham's, Everton's and the likes. You know, I just think it's so big. This game on Thursday is so big. I think we can get in with a draw and win the other three, but that's me being optimistic. If we go into this United game, with a, I'll come out with a United game with a win. Then I think, you know, they, 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 they must be looking at each game as a, as a cup final. And, you know, the Newcastle game, it's, if they take their chances early, and I know if my auntie had ball, she'd be my uncle, but if they take the chances that they were creating, the game is our sight. Now we need to just look at these games like we did yesterday. We get the lead. Works on the ropes then, as you say, from about 60, 65 on. But we don't sort of shit ourselves. Do you know what I mean? We come out of that. We regain a bit of composure, a bit of um Bobby comes on, gives a bit of, a bit more fluidity to the team. And we get over the line. We have to look at the games like that. Maybe I'm an optimist thinking we can beat United at Old Trafford. They're not great. They're, they're doing well this season. We're pony. We're not doing great. But like... I think we can come out of there with a win. I think the protest that's going to happen again in there could affect them. They affected us against Leeds. It affected Chelsea when the fans were protesting there. I don't know what impact it will have on Manchester United on the night. So we just have to wait and see. But I think we get it. Okay. Uh, Grizz, um, what are you doing? Why, why, why are you having this at the moment? Yeah, I'm not getting pulled in. I'm not. I'm, I'm out. I'm still out. You know, the, you know, the scene in Sopranos, just, you know, just when I was making my way out, you know, they pulled me back in now. You're not doing it to me. Sopranos. No one's doing it to me. No, it was Sopranos, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think The Godfather is. Yeah, but The Godfather was serious, in it? Sopranos a bit of, bit of more of a laugh and a joke. We don't want to get too I talked around about when, you know, Paulie was in the woods talking about 16 Czechoslovakians. No, 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 no. I'm no, off talking, track a bit no, there. No, no, no. He no, hasn't no. really. Go on. Yeah, he have right. the Godfather. Yeah, he? I know, but he's right in what he's saying with the with the Sopranos. He does the bit. Yeah, Sopranos. yeah, exactly. But um, no, I'm not getting pulled back in. I, I, I don't have, I don't have enough confidence uh, with uh, with further injuries now of Liverpool winning four games in a row. Uh, someone correct me in the chat. I don't think we've won four games in a row in the league all season, or have we? Anyone in the no. chat? Let me let us know. I don't think we have. Um, so to think, and that was with all our players at some stage available, and to think that we're going to have, um, you know, Kabak could doubt again for the United game, a niggling injury, it's, a, it's, a, it's an awkward one. I don't see us winning four games in a row, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that we need to win four games in a row. Now, I know everyone's pony around us, but I, I'd rather be in their position than ours, to be honest with you. Um Leicester City against Man United won't be a motivated Man United. They'll have all eyes, don't know how many eyes, but all eyes on on our game. 
Uh, they will put our weakened squad. I expect Leicester to get something from there. Leicester Maybe not win. With Newcastle, you don't know. Shit happens. Yeah, you know yeah. But, 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 but this is the point. They've been, been shy at home. Shy at home all season, though, Leicester. Yeah. And, 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 and you're talking about Spurs in the last game. I don't know. Have you seen Spurs play football? Yeah, brutal. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, so I think Leicester they with the home play, crowd. They also played Chelsea, who has a European Cup final, and are more, yeah. I think are more or less home and house when it comes to the top four. Yeah, of course they are, yeah. So, look, I I, I think Leicester just get there ahead of us, which will be an absolute shame. Um, some would say embarrassment. Um, I don't know Gav's thoughts of Brendan Rodgers finishing above us, um, but we'll get to Gav's thoughts, I'm sure. He, he, you know, he'll, he'll have his say. But yeah, I, I, I'm not confident. I, I said I made my peace that we're not getting top four around January time, and I'm sticking to that. Um, Avi, top four, yes or no? Simple. If United beat Leicester on Tuesday and we beat United on Thursday, it's game on. Okay. Um, if we don't yeah. beat Manchester, if there's lots of ifs, they didn't give an yeah. opinion. Well, I'm here. gonna say, I'm gonna put an oh, if in here. You sit on the fence if. all the time. I yeah. said no, I just said I've just said no. You said no for the Bruce first time in your life. You actually were concisive and answered, well, but otherwise that is a great show, Avi. Absolutely brilliant. You always show, sit on the fence. Pull them out the mail for the nonsense. Grizz has gone mad because somebody else is trying to sit on the fence beside him. I will put an if in. If Liverpool don't beat Manchester United on Thursday, they won't make top four. That's my opinion because. We're going on about Leicester's fixtures and stuff, but United are going to make loads of changes for that game. There's no, I think United will make loads of changes. They'll put out a fairly strong, a really good strong side against us because they have a five-day break to the next game. I think Leicester have to play Chelsea, who are in the European Cup final. And as I said, I think... And an FA Cup final. Yeah, I think, I think one more one more win for Chelsea. I think we'll probably do it with what's going on. Maybe four points. They play a sports side that look like they're all over the place. And who's the last, who's the other game? Chelsea, yeah, don't know. They've Leicester United and Chelsea, don't they? Spurs, um, Spurs. Yeah, sorry, the Spurs United and Chelsea. And I think, I think we would need to win all four to get above Leicester. That's just my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. Leicester could lose the last three. I, but yeah. I, I genuinely think if we don't beat Manchester United on Thursday, I don't think we make top four. Um, that's just the way it is. Um, so um, before we move on away from the match, um, completely. Um, man of the match yesterday, Keith. Um, I I thought Allison had a good game, um, but I gave it to Nat Phillips last night, and I'm sticking by that. Uh, good I stuff. Nat Phillips was excellent. Okay, uh, Grizz. Yeah, same. I would have given it to Allison if he didn't make that one error. It could have been costly error as well. So instead, I'm going to give it to Phillips, who again I thought was uh, brilliant, and he actually carried Williams alongside him. Mm-hmm. Avi. Yeah, he's got a bit of a voice as well. Um, all of a sudden, so Nat Phillips yeah. for me. Bald, uh, if you will. Does he sing, that, sing 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 to you down the phone? Does he? No, you could hear him yesterday. We don't get the fan noise out here in the US. You guys do. We oh, watch the I don't, commentary. I don't, I don't watch I knew that. All that. Yeah, I don't watch um, that. Play the fan noise. I'm going to give it to Allison. Yeah. I know he makes that one mistake, but I'm sure Phillips made a mistake somewhere along the line. <laughs> but I think the 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 save he makes before we go up. And, and make the game safe. That's the sort of save we, that wasn't being made a couple of weeks ago. Or that's the sort of goal that was going in, deflected. And, you know, yeah. I think it was huge, absolutely huge. Could you imagine if that goes in? You know where we are. And but so I, I'm going to give it to him for that. I think it's. I think 
the way he rushes out first half and it's just on the, I think it's Che Adams. He's on Che Adams immediately when that ball is squared to him in the first half. I, I just liked everything about it. Yes, he's a sloppy one in the second half, but look, it happens. Um, so I'm going to give it to Alisson. Um, there was a couple, few good performance. I thought Thiago yeah. was good and Trent was good was, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there was. I, I just think, I don't think, sometimes the performance can be good. I just think that yeah. they run our legs or, or, or you know, yeah. mental and physical fatigue, I think is huge, especially around 65, 70 minutes. It's, and I'm going to watch it again on Thursday yeah. when it gets to 65, 70. Where is this game? Because I think we need to be ahead after 65, 70 because I think we struggle. And I, I think it's just the way it is. And I, you have to accept that and just hope for the best in the last 20 minutes of games now at this stage. And um, not only that, but Man United are actually very good when I'm coming from behind as well at the moment. So it will really, if we go ahead, it's really, you know, we can't take anything for granted. We no. can't be sloppy in that game. So, mm, Absolutely. Um, moving on, crowds. And Keith, I'll stay <coughs> with you. Um, it looks like Liverpool will have, they will have 10,000 fans yeah. at Anfield for the final right. game of the season. Um, at home to Crystal Palace. Yeah. Um, good to see, good to see fans back, obviously. And if there's something riding on it, Jesus, brilliant to have them back. Is this, this is obviously the four step Keaton fans getting back. It is great. What do you see come August, Keith? Do you see, do you see 60%, 80%, 100% full, full stadiums? What do you see? Yeah, I mean, last season they had this plan, didn't they? That by October there'll be fans in the crowd in the ground, and you know, gradual increase. Yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, <coughs> they'll start off with these last few games because I think Burnley have fans against us as well, don't they? That's their last home game. I yeah. think they have. The, the, they have the last two games of the season. Yeah, yeah, that's the game. So they'll have them in. But forget about that, Chris. We're talking about crowds. Sorry. Um, I think you know. Everything else that happens, not just in football, you know, concerts and things like that that are going to happen in the UK will determine what happens with the football. So I think I'm optimistic that we will have crowds from next season in the in the games. The, 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 I don't really follow the vaccination thing in the UK. I think it's going okay. I think they're getting a lot vaccinated and I think that's the key to getting people in. So look, I'm confident that we'll have crowds in and we need it. More than any other team, we need a crowd back in there. If we don't have crowds next season, well, I'm not even watching. I'm retiring. <laughs> full stadiums in August, please. God says Tommy C. Chris, full stadiums in August, or do you think this is going to be staggered probably between now and the new year? Yeah, it probably will be staggered. Uh, but we pray we pray that there's full stadiums because, because my God, did we miss them. Liverpool Football Club missed its fans. Liverpool Football Club, um, the coach, the players... You know, um, I think I think it's fair to say we've probably missed 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 the crowd more than most, and um, just 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 get them back in there, man, and we can sort of give the boost and lift that these players deserve. You know, I know there's been a lot said about this team, sort of OX needs to be sold and Y needs to be sold, and I'm one of them. I'm one of them shouting from the rooftop saying that we need to we need to evolve, we need to refresh, but. But a lot of them, a lot of them have been absolutely unfortunate in terms of their personal injury wise and personal tragedy wise as well. And they've missed the support, the amazing support of the fans and crowd. And we're talking the real support, not, 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 not the ones just shouting their mouths every week on Twitter. Um, you know, they, they need to, they need to sh- be shown this love. And I think the quicker, the better for this football club. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that sort of there's like sort of more than half 
in August. And by New Year's, you said by Christmas, hopefully full stadiums. Jonathan feels there won't be full stadiums until the twenty two twenty three season. So you're looking at another you're looking at another year of of you know staggered attendances or whatever it might be, and that might be the case because the big thing for for the UK and Ireland is like I know I'm a bit like Keith, you know the vaccination stuff just bores me to death now at this stage, you know, and 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 in Ireland. They're going on about June the 30th and having 80% of people done. It'll be 80% of people vaccinated once. And there's obviously, there is some vaccinations coming that may be one jab, but most of them are two. And you'll have to see how it goes. But I would hope that, I'd hope that, Jesus, come August, we can, you know, if it's, even if it was 25,000, you know, um, after being 10,000 in May, it's just something. Um, yeah. So you're not listening to, like Avi says, just, you know, recordings of fans um, in your ears as you're trying to watch a game. Avi, what do you reckon? We're, I think we're scheduled to do a testing um, between 30 to 40% in late July, a friendly with a with another premiership team. Um, that's what I'm led to believe. And I think we're going to see 40% um, for the start of the season if all goes well. So it'll be 40% turnout at Anfield and then gradually step it up. I think that's the plan for the Premiership. Mm. Well, look, something is better than nothing, isn't it? And if, if we can get 10,000 in and these pilot events continue throughout the summer and, and they look at it then and they go, I don't know, 20, 25, 30, if they go higher than that, brilliant, the more, the, the better. In a, once it's safe, you know, the way everything, yeah. safety is absolutely um, <laughs> imperative. Um, Umar Khalil, Sorry, Umar Khalid says, uh, James Pierce on Liverpool's transfers this summer I, is being told it's likely that only one centre-back will be signed permanently this summer. Um, and that's the last thing I wanted to touch on before we moved on. Yeah. Keith, <coughs> I don't know where James getting this. Um, he's reporting for The Athletic. But that worries me greatly if Liverpool are signing one centre-half yeah. permanently this summer. Massively I don't worried. believe it. I don't believe it for a start, right? I don't believe it. I think James Pierce, I'm not knocking James Pierce. I think he gets a lot of Liverpool stuff, right? But he also said we weren't signing Thiago last summer until it was obvious we were signing Thiago, in which case a lot, which point a lot got on board with it. Now, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's definitely wrong. Let's say he is correct and let's say we bring in Konate and we go into the season with Van Dijk, Gomez, Konate and Matip. That's a huge risk, in my opinion. That is a huge, huge risk because of the injury records. Virgil van Dijk is not injury prone. Joe Gomez, despite what people might say, is not really injury prone either. They're on two bad impact injuries. Ibrahim Kanate has missed a lot of time, nearly two years of his career, and he's only 20, 21 uh, at the moment. He has missed a lot down to one injury, and it's having a lot of impact on him. Joe Matip is made out of broken dreams and broken promises at this stage. We cannot rely on him. I love Joe Matip. I think he's excellent. He, We can't rely on Joe Matip next season. And if we go into the season with that and it come November, it all falls on its arse again. A lot of people that sort of would have defending this season, i.e. myself, would find it very hard to defend it again next season, if that's the case. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying I know more than Jurgen Klopp before people jump in with comments and all that. Um, I'm not saying I know more than Jurgen Klopp. I'm just saying I think it would be a risk. I think we need to sign two centre-backs this summer. And yeah. 
you know, we we do what I'm not saying James Pierce is wrong, but as I said, he he said we weren't signing Thiago last summer for an awful long time, while others said we were. So make it that what you will. Avi, you know, I can't wait to see Virgil van Dijk back. I can't wait to see Joe Gomez back, but they're still coming back from massive, massive injuries. Injuries, right? And you know, I look at Quebec and I think he's done well. I think Canati's linked and I'm, I have a few reservations over him. I know he's young. I know he's had one injury, but it has curtailed him over the last little while. All right. Um, but I still think Matip is the key to this. I think if they decide to keep Matip, I think James Pierce is right. They will only sign yeah. one. And even if they keep Matip and only sign one, I think it's madness because you've no protection against two lads coming <clears> back from massive injuries. You have a centre back there that, is you know what you know what's happening with Matthew, but he's a fantastic centre back. But you know what's happening, Nat Phillips. I don't know. I'd I'd happily have Nat Phillips as fourth or fifth choice at the club on his performances this season. But you, Abby, you have to look at the two main guys coming back, the injuries they've had, and you have to have some insurance against that. One centre back apparently doesn't work, Abby, does it? It doesn't. Um, look, Matip, when when he's fit and when he's fit, he's he's a he's top draw, absolute top draw. But he's only averaging fifteen to eighteen games a season for the last five years at this Liverpool, at, at this football club. That's not good enough. If Liverpool get a average to good offer for Joel Matip this season, along with his wages, he he will be gone. Um, the club, are, the noises are that Kanati is pretty much done. And Kabak um, is, well, is is coming along really nicely, depending on how serious the severity of this injury is. So Kanate and Kabak um, are pretty much done. Um, Matip, he, we need to get rid. We need to get rid. If it means f- taking a massive hit with a transfer fee, five to ten million, I would take it. He's he's not yes, fit enough. Big doll last year. That, that was a talk. That was a talk, Keith. But we need and yeah. Why wouldn't you let him go? He's only getting older. He's going to be thirty. Yeah. He's going to be. He's th- he's, th- he's either thirty or turning thirty very very soon. You can't take those risks going into the next going into the next season. You can't. Van Dyke will have to be eased in slowly. I think Joe Gomez is the one that won't be starting first first few games of the season. He'll be coming in eased slowly, maybe at right back even at times. But um, it we need to be going into the season with two fresh centre backs: Kanate, Van Dyke, and then Kabak hopefully um, on the subs bench. Grace, for you, does it have to be Van Dijk, Gomez, let's just say Kabak, um, Kanati? That is that much more, that means you're signing two and it's much more stable than what we currently have. Would you go along with that? 100%, Gav. If we, if we don't, if we haven't learned our lessons and if it's because of budget issues, um, I'm going to flip. I'm gonna go mad. I'm gonna be one of those raving lunatics that you don't like, Gav. The ones that you know, you know, no, no. He knows. Gav knows, because because we've been very fair. We've been very, very rational. We haven't gone overboard in terms of FSG and this and that. But if it's down to um, finances that we can't secure um, a spine good enough, fit enough for Jurgen Klopp after a season which has been decimated. Um, the team's been decimated with injuries and all the injuries have been in the, well, the, the major, the majority of the injuries have been at centre-back. I, I refuse to believe, I refuse to believe the, the hierarchy of Liverpool Football Club are, are incompetent. 
enough not to address it this summer. I 100% believe we will get two centre-backs. I believe we have those two centre-backs. Um, it, it's pure madness if we don't secure two centre-backs. If, 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 look, again, like he says, absolute respect to Mr. James Pierce. If that's his information, then look, you know, that's his information. But um, I'll happily go against that information. And I'm just wondering, like, you're saying it just now, it just dawned on me now as you said that, you know, we absolutely need two centre backs. Do you, do you think the options are literally Kanate and Kabak? You think that's it? Or do you no, think no. There's, there's other players out there that might, you know, if a better option comes up for Kanate, seems to be one that they really, really want, but going by press reports and stuff like that. The Quebec one at 18 million people are saying, look, it's steel. And, and I think he's done absolutely fine. I think, you know, I think the experience in this league over the last, you know, four months or so will absolutely stand to him. But, but do you think, are we limiting ourselves with, with those two options, Grizz? Or do you think there might be more something else out there? Because Consa there gets mentioned from Villa. You know, he only signed a new contract, didn't no, he? No, be yeah. absolute yeah, scandalous. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like you know, consequence. Yeah. It's just another name, is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Yeah. No, we, we, we always look. You know how it works. We know how it works. There's always four or five options, and you, you, you go through them, and then you try to sort of make headway into deals and think, and then hopefully you make enough headways to be able to make a decision and a choice on who you're going to go for. Um, and I think that the ones that we've decided to go for is Kanate. Um, and Kabak was impressed. Now, to what extent this injury hinders him or hampers, um, you know, sort of affects this deal, potential deal, we don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I don't know if anyone else knows anything. We don't know at this stage. But um, with regards to sort of as, as long as he's fit and he's fine, and it's just a minor injury, then I think Kabak and Konate will be the two centre-backs. But obviously, if this injury is... Is, is is worse than what is worse than what we think or what we know? Then obviously we'd have to look at other options. Okay. Well, I'm more paranoid about injuries as well because of the season we're having. Exactly. You know, it, it, all players always pick up injuries and pick up knocks. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, but I think not, it's fair uh, to be paranoid because oh if yeah, you had, but that, if you had knocks, you're grand. But this, the two centre halves are bringing back are outstanding, but they're still coming back from huge injuries. So you have to, yeah, you have to hope that they're okay. And if they're not, you have to make. You have to be some assurance within yeah. the squad of well, the back, do you know what I mean? And what I Matip mean, for with, me doesn't fit it. No, Matip doesn't fit it, but with Quebec, like Quebec isn't an injury played player, do you know what I mean? But he's got a knock at the moment, and, and we don't know the severity. And I think we're all sort of saying, Oh, Jesus, he's not another crock, is he? You know what I mean? And I think people are probably just panicking that that Quebec will be a crock, but I just think it is going to be them too because of the price. Because people are mentioning about Coletta Sard and that Coletta Sard is going to cost like 30 odd 40 million, you know what I mean? He's not going to be cheap. Like, we're possibly going to do those two lads for less than 50 million. We will do them for less than 50 million if we get them. I think we'll get Quebec less than what's been reported because Schalke are gone. I think. You know, I think that they're going to be the two. If it's not Quebec, I think we keep Nat Phillips. I don't think we'll buy one. So we, it could be right. I think we could look to get rid of Matip and keep Phillips because I just don't think we're going to spend. We, yeah, but that brings you I, back to only signing one. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I don't think it's a case of, well, if we don't bring in Quebec, we'll bring in Kaleta Sar or Botman or one of the other guys we are linked with. I think it could be a case of keeping Blade Phillips but and I don't think they'll do that you know I think they'll bring in these two 
like the risk v reward of Ibrahim Kanate is huge. I said it on a show last summer that I thought he was a better player than Deo up in Meccano and somebody lashed me out of it in the chat, right? And said I was dreaming. I stand by it. I think he's injuries have sorted derailed him. He is a beast. This fella is a monster of a centre back. He's quick, he's a great passer, he's tough, he's everything we need. He's like Van Dyke Lui. He will be well worth the risk and reward. And Kabak has a fourth choice. You know, he's only 20. Do you know what I mean? Fourth see, choice. See, that, that, that suddenly gives you confidence and instills confidence when you're talking about the likes of Kabak, fourth choice, Phillips, fifth choice. But we've seen so... This is the best example that we've, we've had to rely on our sixth and seventh choice. So, yeah, yeah shit happens. We're hoping that shit doesn't repeat itself because this would be just the breaking point for many a fan. You know, if this kind of history repeats itself, but what you can do, it'd be far, far better prepared to sort of, yeah. you know, in case shit happens again, in case repeat, you know, history repeats itself, and we have to be, and we hundred percent will be far, far better prepared. We have to. Just, just a quick one, just sorry, just a quick one on this, you, you guys. We've got to remember, Joe Gomez is twenty three or just turned twenty four as well. He's had three massive injuries, three yeah. massive injuries, career defining injuries. Some would say. And for a player who relies on pace, a player who relies on pace. But to, this, to have but this is the thing. This is the thing. Like he's got to be twenty-three, twenty-four, and he has three massive injuries. We can't go into a season with oh, Van Dijk and Gomez are back. Everything's great again. You yeah. have to have insurance there for if one or both break down. Um, I, I've, I'd say it now. If it was me, I, I, if you could get Botman and Kanate, I wouldn't sign Kabak, but I do them too. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. And you're probably looking around fifty-five million ish. Say fifty. In around between fifty oh, and more. Lila got Lila top of the league. Like that's the problem there. Yeah, I but think, I think I think I think he's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, he won't. He won't. He won't want to leave them in Champions League. The first yeah. time they're going to go in as you Champions never know. League, you give them yeah. enough money, you will. That's how it works. But this um, is it. We don't give enough money. This is it, though. Yeah. Okay. That's this is true. the problem. Okay. Um, listen, uh, we went on a little bit uh, longer than we should have there, but um, it was a nice conversation. Grizz, anything else before we go? No, thank no. you very much. I enjoyed that. Good stuff, Avi. Anything else before we go? No, all good. Uh, few, I've seen a few comments lashing me about the Mane stuff. Oh, when so you see tomorrow, we'll see. when you see the comments. We'll, oh, back. welcome to the party. Welcome we'll to see. the party. We'll see what comes of summer, so it'll be good. Stand by it. I agree okay. with you, except for that nonsense <laughs> 50 million price tag. You wouldn't get me for 50 million euros. Well, thank God I've got a right at the end. Yeah. Hold on. Nonsense about the... Th- and then and then he didn't even give an answer to Gav's question. Like, yeah, but that's are what we you do every week. Not- you're only upset because you do... Yeah, but you're only upset because he done what you usually do. Yeah, but I've upgraded. I've, I've you get better, right? I've learned from my mistakes. So I'm, it's his fourth time on the show. He might give us yeah. straight answer next week. It'd be a lot quicker no, than the fair. time you in the time you've done. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's so fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. I just got one see. thing. So, sorry, there is one thing. Gav, sorry, um, Chris Back has put it um, again. A big shout out to Renan Roberts who has signed an extension for the Liverpool women. Oh, sorry, that wasn't it. That's the one. Oh, sorry, you. No, you I have sorry. it. If you stop pressing the, buttons. Congratulations to young scouser Missy Bo Kearns, who won Fans Player of the Season, only 21, but a big talent. So I know he's put it a few times. times. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, the week, the rest of the week. Oh, Keith, anything else before we go? No, no, all good. All good, Gav. Go ahead. The, the rest of the week. The rest of the week, go for um, the forum. The forum tomorrow is Phil, who wants to talk about the war signings of, in Liverpool's history, surprisingly. Um, Andy wants to talk about Spirit of Shankly, which should be an interesting conversation. Um, P 
Peter Smith wants to talk about how we underrate some of our players. I think Nat Phillips is the one that he's, he's kind of has brought that up. And I want to talk about, I'm actually on tomorrow night, and I want to talk about uh, the standard of the Premier League this season because there was a conversation today where a couple of lads in their WhatsApp believe that, you know, no, the standard's not poor. It's just that the lower teams have, have got better and stuff like that. I disagree, but look, we'll, we'll see how that is. Um, Midweek fix will be on Wednesday. That will be a preview to Manchester United. No doubt with Jamie. Uh, Thursday is Carnage, which will be a post-match um, on YouTube. None of this Twitter space is messing like <laughs> these two lads are doing over the last couple of days. Um, Carnage, Carnage will be live on... Carnage has the makings this week to be absolutely Carnage if there's three points. If we've got three points, mm. woo, people are in for a, for an absolute whopper. It could be carnage if we have none as well. Have you got have you got an, have you got a partner for you? Have you got have you got sorted yourself out a partner for this Thursday? Me? Yeah. Like because you know lack, way. Lack of you partners? Know, you, like you like know, shortage of partners. You know holidays. Like shortage of partners? There's look the, the holidays? What the fuck's going yeah, on here? Yeah. Oh uh, anyone in out there in Vegas at the LFC Mulligan's pub, Irish pub, please come and see me. I'll be there on Thursday, eleven o'clock AM. What are you doing? A meet and greet? He's going for his dinner and a drink for a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> please, <laughs> you, but, you, but look what he said. Please come and see me. Like, who says that? Why <laughs> do you? <laughs> who says <laughs> please? Please, please. Please, please. Please, please. Please, please. Please, you, you might as well, you might as well hold up a placard. I'm gonna have my triples t shirt on. Don't worry, it's also yeah. you must okay. you might as well be at that famous hotel or wherever it is with a placard. <laughs> I am I'm I'm Trump, Trump Tower. Trump Tower, you don't like Trump Tower. <laughs> I'm Abby from any, the LFC Day Trippers. Does anybody want to drink? <laughs> anyone anyone here to see me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, Khan and John Torres, you know, Abby's fucking taking the holidays. This is outrageous. Um, but well, Khan, John, Khan and John Torres, you know, Khan and John Torres, you see, Abby won't do this show again now. He's just, we've well, hammered him, but that's what happens. Um, but Khan and John Torres, you know, uh, will be a post match show, um, following Manchester United against Liverpool from Old Trafford. Friday will be the Friday forecast with Chris, and we will be back next Sunday with the Fat Back Four. Um, hopefully, when we're back next Sunday, we're, we're flying and we're looking forward to the last couple of games of the league season where we're in a massive massive chance of grabbing top four against the odds um grizz thanks a million for joining me avi the same enjoy your holidays brother um yes. and i hope loads of people turn up for a drink with you in las vegas um <laughs> like keith send us pictures yeah um absolutely yeah. keith it's been an absolute pleasure as always that has been the fatback four with thanks to manscaped make sure you go to manscaped.com lfc dt 20 percent off free shipping and as keith told you it doesn't only make your areas look great, but it's great for your health as well. That's it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. 
Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.